0: Hello, this is Anne Collins and welcome back to the leaders who love what they do podcast. Today I'm talking about strategies for leading in times of uncertainty. So at the time of recording, we're unfortunately in the early phases, I fear, of the invasion of Ukraine by Russia. Thus, uncertainty has been a constant theme in the last two years, and now with war in Ukraine and the instability and fear that this brings to the world, leaders are once again faced with uncertainty on all fronts, from economic indicators to political developments. With increased levels of stress that, have already, that are already there, we've, we've already come on the back of a mental health crisis brought on by covid And whilst there have been positive spin-offs, as leaders have up-leveled during the pandemic, the challenge of leading in a time of considerable uncertainty remains real and likely to dominate the foreseeable future. Today I'm going to suggest five strategies that are really for, for this particular time, when we're coming out of one crisis that's actually not totally finished and we're plunged into another almost immediately. So these five strategies are the first one is to embrace the discomfort, the second one is to zoom out to see the detail, the third one to focus on what we can control, fourth is build an even stronger team and the fifth one to connect with others and also to reach out. So we're just going to dive into each one of these just in a little bit of detail and uh, and, and really look at how we can put those into practice today. Now, I think the first thing is that ne- leaders really need to start with leading themselves by increasing our own self-awareness and by reaching out for support and keeping a check on how we are managing our emotions. All of those things are really important. Leaders are focused on supporting and harnessing the potential of their employees. But also they need to be looking at how they can harness their own potential, particularly in these times of stress and uncertainty. And through my work as an executive coach and a leadership coach, I've seen leaders who are navigating leadership in this difficult time, consistently drawing on these five strategies. So these are really drawn from observation, from talking to clients, talking to other leaders, and and observing really what's happening um, in various organizations. So the first one, embracing discomfort. And I think this is the number one strategy that I see leaders using because it allows them to move beyond the inevitable stress that's inherent inherent in the situation and to move on towards the next part of the solution so to accept the situation um, that doesn't mean to accept it as in not do anything about it but accept that this is what we're in right now and then to be able to move forward and to look um, to look at the solutions that hopefully will appear now why why is moving onwards from that um, initial stress why is that so important well when we embrace the discomfort when we realize that actually it's normal it's normal that it's not going to be comfortable it, this is normal that we are stressed and that we have that we feel overwhelmed by the situation it's absolutely normal we need to just accept that yes it's uncomfortable but also, we can move forward through that and we can live in that discomfort and still take action, still move forward and still make decisions and bring people bring people with us. The second strategy, which I see a lot of leaders doing as well, is that they are zooming out, but not only to see the bigger picture, but actually to see the detail. Because when we're in a stressful situation, sometimes we can become embroiled in the in the minute by minute detail. And this is, you might, might feel this at the moment when if you're scrolling on your phone, you're keeping up with the news. It's changing minute by minute almost. And we can get very stuck in those details. And so In fact, to see the details that are important, we need to zoom out of the situation. Now, for high-achieving leaders who gravitate naturally towards taking a lot of action, this act of zooming out can feel quite counterintuitive because often often we have very high-achieving leaders who want want to take decisive action, and that, of course, is important, but also in this situation with a lot of stress we need to also take time to analyse, to consider the options to discuss scenarios and this can pay dividends so I think in times of crisis proactively creating that space creating the time to reflect with colleagues and also creating opportunities to, to zoom out to see what we're doing in our organisations with a, with a different lens I think this reduces errors and it also reduces overwhelm as we can see what are the priorities because what were yesterday's priorities may of course not be today's priorities. A word of just a warning a little bit is that having just come through two years of COVID crisis, it could be tempting to feel that we've done crisis leadership. And whilst we can draw on those newly honed skills of building resilience and adaptability, we must resist drawing conclusions too quickly this is not at all the same crisis of course and what is happening and the the impact of it is going to be very different whilst we can still still bring bring to the fore that idea of being resilient and adaptable of course we need to look at it with fresh eyes and to give ourselves the chance to take that that take that higher level view and give ourselves time to to reflect on what that actually means for for us, for our staff and for our organisations. The third strategy follows on from that. And I would suggest that we try to focus on what we can control. So what can we control, in fact? So I think, again, uh, coming through COVID, we've seen that In fact, our limits around what we can control, it's very useful to define those for ourselves. So really beyond ourselves, whilst we can influence possibly, we can guide and support, we can't control other people's reactions and we can't control really their behaviour. The only thing we can control is really ourselves. That change and that response has to start with us. And as we know, the only problem that we have in our lives generally uh, are, are us, ourselves and the only solution as well. So the solution lies within us, even though the problem is obviously far greater than each of us individually. But our reaction to it, that's what we can control and that's what we need to focus on. Because by focusing on what we can control very concretely, We can create a bubble of certainty within the uncertainty. And this uh, this has a number of benefits I've seen that this uh, when teams put this into action it ensures first of all a certain success it builds confidence and momentum and this is really important when people are feeling helpless and overwhelmed and not really sure how to take things how to take things forward so in the current situation if we're thinking outside of the work um, sphere it could for example be about providing direct assistance assistance. assistance to organizations working with refugees in Ukraine so by taking action on something where we can control our little part of it our part of the puzzle we might think well that's just a small part but of course everybody's small part will add up to something but it is something concrete we can do and and surely that is uh, that is better than uh, than doing nothing So we can control our reaction to the crisis and we can make a contribution, however small that may feel at the time. The fourth strategy is to build an even stronger team. Leading in tough times, is of course difficult for everybody, but it does create an opportunity to create exceptional teams, as we've seen these last two years. People have adapted; they've picked up new ways of working. They've managed to they've managed to achieve goals um, that they they didn't imagine that they would achieve at the beginning of the pandemic. People have managed to do amazing things. As a result, their teams have become more effective and more creative, certainly. So the best way to do this is to create opportunities where we can listen to our team members. We can listen to their perspectives, lean in to hearing what people actually have to say, lean into the ideas and allow people to be creative. This creates a fast track environment to a stronger team. And it also starts to build future leaders in our organizations because we're giving them, we're giving people the possibilities to contribute at a much higher level not just the operational, but really at that strategic level. Furthermore, I think it challenges current leaders to continue to develop their leadership skills and to be highly creative and experimental. So this can this can provide an open door to a change in culture within an organisation and also a change in mindset. And all of this not only helps in the crisis, the current crisis, but also provides a solid base for the future. So, these crises, yes, whilst they might be difficult, they also provide us with an opportunity to become stronger as a team, as an organisation, and to prepare for that future. So, if having that growth mindset is a key part of the puzzle, so is the ability for leaders to meaningfully connect with their teams and their colleagues. And this brings me on to the fifth strategy connecting with other people and reaching out. We must create this culture in times of crisis and in times of uncertainty where connecting with each other is the first thing that we, we start to work on. We need to connect so that we can be supportive, we can challenge, we can build these relationships um, within teams, between teams, between colleagues. This will not only help people to feel Um, to feel like they belong in the organisation, but it will also increase the impact of individuals. So what does that look like in practice? Well, of course, during the pandemic, lots of leaders, they put into place having having more contact with their staff, having more individual conversations, and that is certainly one way. But I've also seen that increasingly teams are realising that in fact They don't need to necessarily add on a a lot of extra meetings. What we can do is really make the meetings that we have much better in terms of making them problem solving, with a problem solving focus, where people can connect with each other, really discuss and debate, where people can be curious and also absolutely able to connect over ideas and to to be able to lean into complex problems together when we're doing this we ha- there's another spin off there are no winners and losers in this kind of discussion so again it it allows connections to be stronger so connecting with each other creates an amazing synergy and so whilst it brings people closer together you get a better team dynamic and more creativity more better work that's produced but people also feel more supported and and i think probably they enjoy they enjoy the uh, the experience far more so in conclusion i think one of the the key parts of this when we're thinking about leading in times of turbulence, in times of uncertainty, is also for leaders to communicate hope. Because having hope and a vision for the future is, is at the heart of these strategies, in fact. Because it's also about continuing to reinforce the fact that we are we are in this together. We can find a way forward. There, this will pass. Whilst it is incredibly difficult, it, this will pass. We will come through it. And there is a way to keep trust intact, keeping teams together, even while the world is being shaken to its core. Because the world needs leaders with cool heads and compassionate hearts. And that's what this is about. This is about showing that you have both of those qualities, that ability to be strategic, to see the detail, to to work out what the strategies could be, to work out the different scenarios, to analyse. But at the same time, allow people and facilitate greater connection between people, build that stronger team. And, and finally, also reach out yourself to other people. Get support when you need it. Everybody is everybody is going to feel this stress not not just uh, not just members of your team but all leaders everybody across the organization so reach out is normal that this is this feels difficult and it's also normal that we reach out to other people and and build and at the same time build those relationships and come out stronger at the end I hope that was useful. If you would like to talk about coaching for you or for your organisation, do get in touch and we can have a chat. Do join me again soon for another episode of Leaders Who Love What They Do. Bye bye.